I'm Chara Santilli. I was born with ambition. My parents were entrepreneurs and I pushed myself to be high school valedictorian, class president, most artistic, and most likely to succeed. The summer I turned 19, we celebrated my dad's 50th birthday with a hot air balloon ride. A crash landing left him with a broken neck, me with a broken heart, and my mom coping through alcohol. My relentless ambition helped me become a successful entrepreneur, yet my own private paralysis and overachiever addiction ruled me. I finally ventured on a quest for my best life. I found the path of my inner peace, how to stay on it and how to show the way for others. Now it's your turn. Ready to take that load off your shoulders? Join me so you can cherish your life. Happy New Year, everyone. So this episode is dropping on New Year's Day 2024. And I have with me today someone who's become a lovely friend from afar. We've not yet met in, per- in person, but I know someday, I have no doubt, someday we will make sure that that happens. And um, a friend of mine had introduced us some point last year, and Lisa and I have become friends over phone calls and Zooms and stayed in touch and share exciting news with each other about our personal and business lives. And I was thrilled to have her on my podcast because uh, especially since she also has a podcast. So we did a little podcast exchange as buddies. And uh, Mm -hmm. let me tell you a little bit about her first of all. So Lisa Smith is the founder and owner of Integrative Wellness Center, a functional medical nutrition practice in Indiana, um, Pennsylvania. Yes, I didn't That's realize. Good. You know what? I not connected the dots. Yeah. When I see Indiana, I think of where I lived for a few years, but um, it's actually the city inside of the other state where she is and host of the Pretty Well podcast. Lisa helps people transform their health and lives by providing them with holistic, personalized nutrition and lifestyle guidance so they can finally get well and have boundless energy for good. She's a wife and mom of two awesome big kids and one sweet yellow lab. So welcome, my friend, Lisa. Thanks, Cheris. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And I have an addition to your intro. Oh. Now it's mom of two sweet yellow labs. We just got a puppy the week of Thanksgiving, and she is a little wild girl, and her name is Phoebe. Oh, welcome, Phoebe. Yay. So exciting. As I said that, Heidi, my Heidi's on in her bed on my desk over here and she um, got excited and uh, (laughs) like perked up and looked over at me and then laid back down. So she must have known we're talking about about her uh, her doggy friends. Yes, so yes, we heard dog stuff. <laughs> so welcome. Um, why don't you. you start off by telling us how you got into the field that you're in and what you're so passionate about? I would love to. So I am a functional medicine nutrition provider. So that's a big long mouthful just to basically say I'm a holistic healthcare practitioner. And There is a little bit of a backstory, Cheris. My grandfather was a surgeon and he specialized in cancer. And so we would visit him. He lived two and a half hours away from us. We would visit him every Thanksgiving, every Easter. And picture this, 
it was back in the day when sometimes doctors had their office in their home. Clearly, that's not where he did surgery. He did surgery in the hospital. But his doctor's office, he had this huge old Victorian house and he had a separate entrance and that was his medical office. And he, when we would go visit him on the holidays, every holiday, every Thanksgiving, every Easter, patients would come to the door and bring the Thanksgiving turkey or they would bring the Easter ham and they would say every time, your grandfather saved my life. Your grandfather saved my wife's life or someone I love. And then they were so filled with gratitude, they would always bring the turkey or the ham or whatever, the fixins. And he used to say after those patients would leave, I would so much rather help my patients avoid this horrible disease rather than try to help them fix it after the fact. And I remember being really, really little. I was in elementary school and I was intrigued. I thought, and I asked him, you can actually help people prevent cancer? And he said, a lot of times you can help people prevent cancer and all kinds of disease. And that set the stage for what I, I would do in the long run, because I remember thinking, that's what I want to do. I'm going to go to medical school and I'm going to help people prevent disease. And I did start pre-med and then I decided for many reasons, but I decided that was not the path I was going to take. And, you know, I took kind of a different journey to end up where I am now and for several years now have been doing what I'm doing and I love it. Oh, I, and I know you love it. I can vouch for that. And um, one of the things I'm encouraging, and I will remind you as we go on in the show, and it definitely have, we'll have a link below, but you absolutely should follow Lisa on her podcast. And I do, and I've gotten so many wonderful gems from it. So she, um, and I'll give a couple examples, but for, this is funny. So I, one of my little you know, gifts to myself at this time of year is I got myself heated slippers and they have Ooh. little battery, yeah, little batteries, you know, that you charge and then put in them. And I just realized that they, I pressed the wrong way and they were like heating me up way too long. So I am <laughs> going to stop and take care of myself and put them down to the low setting. <laughs> so, okay. So here's, right this is what, this is, they look like weird moon boots. Like I, I'm showing you on camera, the hilarious looking. Um, I bet Comfy. They're they super comfy. comfy. <laughs> super comfy. So I, I know. I kind of look like one of those um, anime characters, you know, with the big. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, so. <laughs> so since we are focused on health and wellness, um, uh, okay, back to the podcast. So her podcast. Yeah. I want to share with you, I was just telling Lisa, I said, I want to share with them some of the things that off the top of my mind. So I know this time of year, mm -hmm. literally at the beginning of the year, we, we all to some degree, I believe, or most of us have a moment of like, okay, you know, the, the typical New Year's resolution concept or a focus of the year and, and, uh, and or just a reset. The calendar is a new, you just can't help but feel an energy shift. And part mm -hmm. of that tends to be a focus on health. And 
over and it may be just a wow overdid it a bit over holiday festivities whether or not you celebrate any of the holidays it's most likely that you were involved in possibly eating or drinking extra things in the last few weeks um, because of just the way our world and culture is around this time of year and I and so it's kind of like a time some people do detoxes some people do all kinds of things and then it's looking at how we can be healthier well I thought I want to share three things I've added into my daily morning routine most days of the week and some there's some fluctuation but most days and also two of these I've added into my husband's without any issue with him which is great um, because he's not one to go to a lot of extra steps. So to make it simple. So this is super cool, easy tips that you can do for your family and yourself and your family most likely. So uh, I wanted to share with them and have you talk about MCT oil, mm-hmm. M as in Mary, C, I don't know what it stands for, but I'm going to say just the letters for people to get it. M as in Mary, C as in cat, T as in Tom. She'll tell us what it actually stands for. And mm-hmm. I've added that to either my coffee or mm-hmm. especially early in the morning before I've um, had any food, if I'm having coffee in the morning, or a little later when I, if I'm making a shake that morning. And then I've also, and there's an important thing she'll talk about, about kind of ramping into the dosage on that. You don't want to just jump to a full dose uh, day one um, to shock y- your system. So she'll talk about that. And then I wanted her to share too about these two powders that I've gotten based on her podcast recommendations. Uh, One's a a green powder, superfood special, easy to get over Amazon. We'll put links below. And one is a pink uh, powder because it's made from beets, so it's pink. And I'm also going to share a little container I got off Amazon that is awesome for putting these powders in to make it... here, Here was the trick to make it... It's one thing that I wanted to incorporate for myself. And put it in my smoothie when I have smoothies four-ish, maybe five-ish days a week. Not every single morning, but it's been about four-ish, maybe four or five. And then for my – and I use a protein powder too that I really like. My Mm. husband makes one every morning. And it's got to be simple though for him to add his stuff in. So he's got the protein powder in an easy open container on the counter. So I literally went on and spent probably 20 minutes on Amazon looking for the simplest container I could put these in on the counter to ensure – that he would use it because he's not going to go opening bags. It's just mm-hmm. not, you know, he's yeah. doing his simple routine before he goes off to his office and it's got to be simple and easy for him to add in. But then he has no problem adding some things in because he doesn't notice that they've been added in. They're not strong flavors, <laughs> especially because he adds fruit and some honey and and then the protein powder we like. So Just to give you a little backstory, everyone, and how I've already incorporated these things. That's how simple they are, and you can do this for your family. All the links will be below. So, Lisa, tell us more about these three wonderful add-ons. Yeah, for sure. So the MCT oil, and you can get it in an oil form or in a powder form, that comes from, that stands for medium-chain triglycerides. It comes from coconut. But it is shown to have, it has been shown to have lots of health benefits. It can improve energy. It can improve cognitive function, athletic performance. So what it does is it goes in and it just helps, you know, so many of the fats that we get are, are not healthy fats. 
And so what MCT oil allows us to do is take in a type of oil that we don't get a lot in our diet normally, but it has all these benefits that that can help. It can even help with fat burning. So in some cases, it's been even shown to be helpful with weight loss if needed. But if not, it has all these other great benefits. And you start that, you're right. You don't want to start out out of the gate at the full dose. You just want to gradually ramp that up. So I recommend starting at about a teaspoon a day and then building up to about a tablespoon a day. And that's amazing for you. Think about how much of our body needs good fats. All of our cell membranes are made from phospholipids, which are fats, you know, partial fats. So we want good oils to make up our cell membranes, our skin, our brain is a huge percentage of fat. It's fat and water, basically. You know, uh, just all the, the, the skins surrounding our organs and everything, they all need fats, good healthy fats, to be at their peak performance or peak health. So that's MCT oil. Love it. And it's filling. So it's a nice thing in the morning. It starts to kind of give you that feeling of satiety. Yeah. You know, so because mm -hmm. another podcast that I listened to, it's not all about this kind of thing, but it happened, they happened to have a guest on that went into this kind of area. And they also mentioned the MCT oil and I, and I, they were talking about it in conjunction with intermittent fasting and, mm -hmm. um, which, and, um, so I also, I was hearing about benefits of that as well, but also, I mean, that's a whole topic and a whole thing. And I, I don't know if you, I'm not sure because I haven't watched every episode you've ever done since um, you had your podcast before we met. But I know that um, I've been starting to do intermittent or trying to do a little bit more and yet only certain weeks of the month in relation to my cycle because it's, that's what yeah, I've learned is preferred right. for women and stuff. So, so just mm -hmm. because I just happened to mention, I just want to mention to people there, don't just, you know, don't just dive into that and just start doing intermittent fasting. Um, just because yeah. you heard about it here, that's a whole topic that needs a lot of um, understanding. But the MCT oil helping to kind of have, like you said, satiate. So to have, if you are a coffee drinker or have a drink or something in the morning, like that's just a liquid, to add that in before you have your other thing, it can help. It can help that in that window of time to be able to get a little further before you have your first something of the day. Uh, it, as far as food. Um, yeah. So that's one of the ways that I'm using it too. It really does. It really, it's, it's got so many different benefits. So that's a great one that you've added. Okay. The next one is called Power Beats. That's from a company called Nature Sunshine. So the MCT oil, there are many brands that you can order it, you know, many forms and brands, just make sure you choose a, a reputable brand. You don't want to just go to a box store and buy it. It could be old, it could be rancid, it could have filler. So just make sure it's a good quality brand that checks out. Um, now, Power Beats is from a company called Nature Sunshine. And what I love about Power Beats, so what one of the benefits of beets in, in our diet is that they help us to produce more of, of a compound called nitric oxide. And that's not the same people can confuse that with nitrous oxide and your husband's an orthodontist, right? So mm -hmm. we think about, you know, laughing gas and dental procedures. It's not the same. It's different. Nitric oxide is something our body uses and makes, but we make less of it as we get older. But it helps, again, to improve athletic performance, 
heart health, brain health. But what it does is it helps our circulation to improve into the micro, the tiny capillaries, the tiny blood vessels. So it helps to improve uh, circulation to even fingers, toes. It's good for neuropathy. That's why it's good for athletic performance. It's good for sexual function because it helps again to get circulation you as again as we get older and i'm not talking elderly i'm talking 40s and beyond we just start that the effectiveness and the efficiency of how our body is circulating our blood is less than it was in our 20s so this helps bring back that youthful more of that youthful way that our body is is getting our circulation all through the body. And that's why it's also so helpful with brain health. Think about like all those little, those micro capillaries and blood vessels. So nitric oxide is, is really a hot topic right now. It's amazing for you. And what I like about Power Beats is that it comes straight. It's not just a an isolated supplement that's, you know, where it's just nitric oxide. You can take that. But with the beets, you get all of the synergistic compounds that help it to be better absorbed, and then you get all the phytonutrients that are, again, beneficial to your body. So let's talk about phytonutrients. Those are the nutrients you get from plants. That's why we've all been told for years and years that we should eat the colors of the rainbow because all of those colors do different things in our body. It is amazing. So blue, that's why blueberries are superfoods and red fruits are superfoods and, you know, orange, you, you go through all of them, not only do they have different vitamins, but they actually have different compounds from the colors that we don't even know all of what they do. So that's, you know, that's, that's the power beats in a nutshell right there. I have a question about, so about 10 ish years ago, um, working with a nutritionist when I was going through some stomach stuff at the time that was actually I may be connected, well, connected probably with the fact that I was gluten intolerant and didn't know it until then. Um, mm -hmm. I had a mercury buildup too that I didn't know about until it was tested for. And then I, um, but mainly it was, I guess it would have been, yeah, it was about, it was 10 years ago. It was mainly due to emotional with oh, the loss yeah. of my mom. And that was right at that time. And so I, I happened to go to her because she was, it was the only person who could help me that, that helped me find something that could, um, she found a homeopathic remedy that could help that actually made the stomach issue subside as long as I caught it right when it was coming on because nothing else was working and no other Western, you know, no Western medicine, uh, doctor or anything could figure out what was going on or had a, a, uh, remedy for me that actually worked. She was the only one that did. And then in, within that was nutrition stuff. And, as she encouraged me to start making smoothies at that time, she had me suggested I throw in frozen beets. So what is the difference between using this powder and using just straight uh, frozen beets? Great question. So the powder, so frozen beets are wonderful for you, but you're going to get a less concentrated form of the active ingredient. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like if you took broccoli extract versus eating broccoli, oh. you're getting a much more potent effect from the power beets. And secondly, beets can really skyrocket your blood sugar. So although they're good for you, 
uh, it's best to have them in moderation and just a little bit at a time because it'll spike your blood sugar. Where the power beets, yes, they'll have some blood sugar effect, but not as much. Okay, great. And it's like a small little scooper to the amount that you're putting in. It's very dense, uh, seems to be very densely packed nutrients. So that yeah. is um, uh, just a warning when you open it. Don't be wearing white clothes. You know, uh-huh. like- <laughs> For sure. Yes. I've had other supplements I've recommended too. And I've said the same exact thing. Uh, This one will stain. That one will definitely stain. Yeah, Yeah. I do. I have a whole process now of when I fill the little container, I like actually insert it inside the garbage and I watch out my sleeves and what I'm wearing because it, it is messy, but it is worth it. It is worth it for our health. So you just need to take an extra step there and and consider your (laughs) surroundings. Yeah. And you know, what's so funny, my husband drinks it too. He drinks smoothies a lot in the morning. And he said what he likes is that he'll, he'll, he uses a vanilla protein powder. What yep, he really same. likes about it is, yeah, it just adds a very slight berry flavor. He just likes how it tastes better Yeah, when he uses it. So not only does it have, it's packed full of nutritional benefits and health benefits, but it also tastes good. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, like I said, you know, when we can slide it into a partner or a family member, you know, who's maybe not, doesn't have the tolerance for certain, like there's certain things that I will do or add into my routine, whether or not they taste good, mm-hmm. you know, or whether or not I love them. So yeah, yeah, but you know, there's some people who we love and have in our households who are, don't quite, they will not quite go cross that line. So, so the great thing right. about these. Okay. So then the, and then the green powder, what I was just calling the green powder, but tell us more yeah. about that. There are a variety of green powders right now on the market. They're, they're pretty popular and they're just chock full of all the vitamins and nutrients and phytochemicals that you would get if you ate a very a diet very rich in green vegetables. But most of us don't eat lots and lots of green vegetables, although our bodies need what we get from them. So, you know, there are athletic greens, there are fermented greens, there are all kinds, there are power greens, just like the power beets. Uh, But the key is that they are providing that that extra nutrition that we truly do need. We need all that green stuff. It's really amazing for our immune system. That's a big, big part of uh, the benefits to the green powders is that they're very immune building and they're good for, they'll have naturally occurring chlorophyll, which helps to build our blood. It helps to build our red blood cells. So there's, there, there are so many, probably hundreds of benefits that I, I, I probably only am scratching the surface, but they're amazing for you too. So that is also an option. Uh, and again, they make them taste good now. So you can sneak them in, especially someone who doesn't need a lot of veggies and they can get the veggies that way. And this one that I, we're going to include the link to that you, because um, you've probably shared a few over time, but this one is, um, I think it's superfood something because it has wild blueberries in it along with oh, the, yes. along with the greens. It's the combo of, because you, in that episode you talked about, you were so excited to find this powder that had all these multiple things all jam packed so that we didn't have to go to all the trouble to go picking them all. Yeah. 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 So that is even very detoxifying. That has things like wild blueberries. It has the greens like the chlorella, cilantro. I think it it recommends you add cilantro, 
but it also has dulse powder. So that one can be yes. a little salty. Yeah, that one can be a little salty, but also very, very good for you. And you mentioned mercury. Those ingredients are super beneficial for pulling mercury out of where it's stored in your body and helping to pull it out and mobilize it so that you can eliminate it. Love that. So, so these are the three things that have like easy add-ons in my opinion, yeah. like let's look at all these wonderful goals that we're all um, envisioning and everybody's talking about now for the new year that you're in. And let's consider going after low hanging fruit that is in our lives where, in my opinion, it's easier to just add something into things you already do than to just completely upend and change your entire life. Um, so you can have all the other wonderful things you want to do. I'm not saying don't. And if you already do smoothies, then get one or both of these powders and just add it in. And then if you already have coffee or tea or something in the morning, add the MCT oil into that and or into your smoothie. Like the, it, just stack it in and you're going to get powerful benefits. Yes. And what I was just going to say, you just took the words from my mouth. I was just going to say what I love about what you're recommending, Cheris, is that your habit stacking. Yeah. So if you read Atomic Habits by James Clear, that is one of the most effective ways to start a new habit is to add it onto something you're already doing. And that's what you're recommending. So that yep. is a great advice right there. Yep. So Go for it and have all your ideas and things for everything else you want to do this year and this month and this quarter. But um, yeah. also do something that you can guarantee out of the gate you're going to feel like you won <laughs> and that you yes. did it. <laughs> yes. You know that? And that goes hand in hand. Um, I just a couple of weeks ago put on a habit tracker so maybe we could link that podcast yes. episode because I, and I have it right here. I have two, I have one that's pre-filled and I have one that's blank and it's just a way because if we, if we track our habits, we increase our accountability and we increase the good feelings that we get. So that's more of a serotonin and dopamine rush because what research shows is that we, when we anticipate being successful at something, that releases endorphins and neuro and positive neurotransmitters that make us feel good. And then when we actually do it, we get the double benefit of that. Yep. So habit tracking, I love that what you're talking about, we so often make the mistakes that we all do, that we go into a new year and we say, this year is going to be different. This year's the year I'm going to get my body back. This year's the year I'm going to get healthy. This year's the year I'm going to spend more time on self-care, whatever those things are. And we start out with these great expectations and we, 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 we run out of the gate doing way too much too fast and we burn out just as quickly. But if we just start to do some low-hanging fruit and get really successful at incorporating that into our lives, and that's what I love about having a habit tracker is that it shows you visual progress. So sometimes we even forget that we're making that progress. But if you look and see, you know, I thought I had a really bad month, but actually I did my habit more than 50% of the month. That's a win. Yes. That's a win. We're less likely to give up. Yes. And it's, it's, um, we're always so, so we're just coming off a time too, where there was a lot of checking off the to-do lists. 
mm-hmm. a lot of end of year scrambling, um, a lot of, uh, you know, errands and possibly gift wrapping and ordering and shipping and celebrating and picking up this food and doing this and doing that. And like just a lot of check, 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 getting things done. Yes. And then uh, here we are and we're creating other things we want to check off the list. But I guess, let me back up. The point to this is we, we really do thrive. Our brains thrive on checking things off and going Mm. over those tasks and getting stuff done and feeling that accomplishment. And just as you said, there's science to back this up. There's also, if you follow any of the, you know, spiritual teachings of any people out there in general too, or anything about energy and things too, the imagining the feeling you want to feel from something or some accomplishment, it's the same concept as what you just mentioned about the science. Um, that's talked about in a lot of manifestation and, and, um, all of that too. It's, it's, it's ironic. It's this chicken or egg concept, really. It's like, try to have the feeling inside your system, inside your nervous Mm -hmm. system, inside your body, inside your spirit, inside your heart, inside your mind, like try to connect with the thing that you're wanting to feel. And then that helps you make the choices to get to the thing and yeah. or something that will give you more of that feeling that you don't know about and or get to that goal and or eat better and or whatever. So it's it's very much this this circle that you can it, – it does help to do anything you can to get there before you're there. But that sounds so easy to do. But this is one – this is a really, really, really practical example is having that habit tracker printed out. And literally checking off the things, the process of checking off the things will give you a little rush Mm -hmm. and then it's going to give you a little encouragement and that cycles through to continue the thing. So it's basically figuring out how to, how to uh, trick our system, right? (laughs) In a sense. Yes. You're getting that snowball. You're getting the very first part of the snowball rolling. And once you get it rolling, you give it a shove and then it keeps gaining momentum. So I agree 100%. That is, I love what you said. It seems so woo-woo to say, well, you want to feel the feeling that you're hoping to feel first and you're tricking your mind. But what you're really doing is training your subconscious. It's not woo-woo at all. It sounds it. But when you really think about why it works and the science behind it, it's because your subconscious is always listening and always intending to do what your conscious tells it to do. So if your conscious consciousness tells it, oh, I'm so excited I achieved this goal, even if you haven't, but you tell your subconscious that and you feel the excitement, then your subconscious starts to look for those opportunities, exactly as you said, to begin to make that happen. And it begins to see opportunities that maybe you just wouldn't have seen before. You would have turned a blind eye because maybe you would have been concentrating or focusing on something different. But now you've raised your focus, you've raised your awareness. And it the great thing is it actually works. That's the amazing, it's so amazing, but it works. Yeah, so thank you for sharing that with us. That We'll have that link, like she said, in the, um, we'll have a link to that so that you can listen to that podcast episode specifically grab that habit tracker, perfect time of year to do that for you. And then, um, check off when you're using some of these 
cool things we just shared with you. Uh, anything yeah. else coming to mind, Lisa, in regards to, you know, any of this, anything else low hanging fruit wise that, um, would be easy to, for people to consider. I don't want to overwhelm everybody, but. Yeah, I, you know, and I like that. I like that. I always say, don't start more than three goals at once. And, and something that I'm, I'm totally stealing from James Clear in, in Atomic Habits is start habits that take you more than, two, take you no more than two minutes to do. So it might be writing one line in a journal. It might be taking one minute to pray. It might be taking one minute to breathe deeply or to think about what you write one, one thing you're grateful for, or, you know, it can go on and on. It could be fill your water bottle up, you know, or give, call somebody you love. Yeah, there's so many things. So rather than to be overwhelming, because everything I do, and I know this is what you do too with your clients, it's all personalized. It's all custom tailored for the person in front of me. So what I would say is kind of take an inventory of where you are. Is it, do you need, do you need to get more protein in your diet so that you balance your blood sugar and improve your energy? If so, maybe take a few minutes and just decide what your breakfasts are going to be for the next week. That's it. They could be the same every day. It's just how, how are you going to get protein in for breakfast? Or, you know, maybe, maybe you know that you need to improve your hydration. So take an inventory of yourself and say, what do I know that I need to do? But how can I break that into such a small doable habit that I could literally do it every day and it's not going to take anything to do it. I just need to figure out where I'm going to put it to make sure it gets done. Yeah. That's a great tip. And, um, you know, the book Atomic Habits could be a great thing too, if you're looking for mm -hmm. a, a good mm -hmm. listen or read, um, to help you because there's wonderful practical advice in there that you can, yeah. um, piggyback off of this little launch yeah. pad we're giving you. Age so, after page. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, let's see what, uh, so I know, um, well, what, um, what do you have planned for your year as far as maybe, you know, we're, re we're recording this a few weeks before the new year. So you yeah. may or may not have thought about this already as far as like, do you, do you do a word of the year? Do you have any kind of intention statement? Yeah. Thanks for asking. Uh, at, I have some really big, exciting things coming to the business, to Integrative Wellness Center in the new year. So that is going to be a very exciting time. And so I'm just seeing how, how that's going to go for the first half of the new year, how, you know, what that looks like. Mm -hmm. And then also I'm going to be spending a lot of time continuing to grow the podcast pretty well. Super. And you, um, I think in a side story, you told me that you had a word for last year. Do you, do you have a word for this year yet? You mentioned that last year was the first time you have ever did a word of the year. Um, yeah. you know, are, you, are you going to choose one? You don't have, you know, this is two weeks before the new year technically for us. So give us a break. We, yeah. we aren't, Lisa and I may not be the, I haven't chosen my word yet. And I do like to have a word. My year for 20, word for 2023 was, uh, delight, delight. And, Ooh. um, so that was, that was a, a fun one. It was interesting how that side story, I'll just chime in real quick. That came up for me in some ways I didn't expect it to. It was 
so I wanted to think of ways that I found delight in anything I did. And yet the way it would randomly pop in my head was literally looking at it of like kind of breaking it down, D light, like as in of light. Ah. I don't, you know, I don't know if I heard that somewhere or if I just thought of that someday or I'm not sure, but the concept, like almost a translation of it that I don't even know is an accurate translation, but it might be in some way, the concept of, of light. So that is how it actually showed up for me and kind of, at least that came to mind randomly and I would trust when it came to mind of just kind of looking at something that was going on with me and seeing how could this be of light how could I be of light how could this lighten up in general you know I it showed up differently than I think I initially intended when the word popped up to me initially out of a list that I of words that I was looking at for inspiration so that was my 2023. I, at the moment of recording this, don't have my 2024 word yet. So I'll share that once I do. Um, Mm. Yeah. So I I do like the concept of word of the year. I like it more than resolutions. Mm, I like it too. It's, it's, it's forgiving and it's open and it can, it can, it can transition with you to be whatever you need to be. Mm -hmm. I like it too. Yeah. yeah. I think if I were to pick one right now out of a hat, it would be growth mm. for 2024. I think so. We'll see. Okay. Ask me in June. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, you all have permission to pick something and then you have permission to change it. <laughs> yes. That's the beauty of it. That's why I hated resolutions because I felt like I got pigeonholed into something that maybe one I didn't want to continue doing, or maybe I wanted to change it. And yeah, so I, I just like the, I like the, to hold it more with an open hand and just yeah. see where, you know, see where the year is going. Yeah. Going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I talk about, especially with my clients is this concept of, um, that we have inside fearless living, especially of intention statements that are structured in a way around being, um, I am willing to practice something or be, being a certain way. It's not even, it's, it's not like practicing a task. It's like, I am willing to practice being a certain something, a certain way, a certain whatever. And that structure of mm. practicing something and being mm. willing. So if you want to be healthier and you want to, you know, thinking of it as practice so that we don't have all this freaking yeah. pressure to put on ourselves to get it all like- perfect from January 1st. And, you know, yeah it's just too much, too much pressure. We, if you're listening to this, then that means you are in my and or Lisa's circles. Mm -hmm. And what I know about that and what I know about you is that you are a constantly evolving, grow. and every, every human is constantly evolving and growing. And I know you are consciously evolving and growing human being because you're in our worlds. And if you're attracted to listening to us in any way, you're, you're that kind of person because that's who we work with and who we talk to and who we help and the way we are. So that means you already without really without barely any effort, just the way you are, are going Mm -hmm. to grow and evolve this year. And if you look back over last year in some way, in some 
form in some one or more areas of your life, you grew and evolved and you had yeah. movement forward. There's just no way I'm, I'm not, I, I, I know that with a hundred percent certainty. So, um, and then if you look back over five years or 10 years, it's an even bigger jump you can see. Right. So mm -hmm. it's easy to have all these things we pile on ourselves in a moment and ex have all these extreme expectations. Um, as we move to a new year, transition to a new year and everything that that holds for us. So I just want to uh, invite everyone to consider taking some pressure off themselves because you're most likely a type of person who puts a lot of pressure on yourself if you're listening. <laughs> Willing I, to bet. Yeah. Yeah. And we relate to that for sure. Yes, so we do. Cool. Yeah. So, so lots of grace in the new year. That is, that is a good way to start it out. I love mm -hmm. that. And if you've listened to my trailer or some of my prior episodes, you know that my name actually means grace. Oh, that's so pretty. Yeah. I love so, that. I didn't know that. Yeah. The charity grace. It's technically, um, I think the, the official pronunciation, it's, it's a Greek word and it means is, is charis. But it's connected with with grace and love, and so um, and cherish, you know. Hence the play on words with cherish your life. Yeah, yeah. So that's love. little little connection there. Fun, fun, uh, synchronistic or uh, moment of you mentioning that word. I would love to invite everyone to give yourself some grace and mm -hmm. uh, definitely be open to all the kinds of tips that Lisa gives in her podcast and pick and choose and grab. She shares a wealth. Lisa, you are one of the most generous podcast hosts I listen to. Thank you. You Thanks. jam pack every episode with serious information and tips and actual steps and products and things. I mean, like, like, hey, this works for this and this is why this is great and different alternatives and tips and not in an overwhelming way at all. So I don't want anybody to get scared off. I don't, I don't mean that. I just mean that there you are abundant with the amount of information that you offer people to, to give. It, it's not just, it would be better if you lived a healthier life and here's kind of an idea of how to do that. Like every episode has real actionable steps on stuff you can incorporate into your diet or change. You got me to try out, um, what was that fruit? Dragon fruit. Dragon fruit. Yes. That's what I texted every, you. Yes. Every time I buy it, I think of you. Every time. <laughs> I'm like, Paris likes dragon fruit. I love dragon fruit. Yeah. <laughs> it is. If you don't know what dragon fruit is, you have got to check it out because, yeah. okay, let me just warn you. It does not have a real exciting taste, okay? So. I agree with you. It doesn't. It would be reminiscent of a low-flavored kiwi. Right? Yeah, like if you took the flavor out of kiwi. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, kind of similar texture, the crunchy little seeds in there. But there's something so delightful about it, even though it's it will underwhelm you in flavor. It's that it's just delightful. I don't know. I don't know why it's. The, well, it's part of it, I think, is how it looks. It's gorgeous. It's so stunning. The pink is so 
bright. It's vibrant, hot pink. And then inside is white, white, white with black little seeds. Yeah. You just, yep. you would not, ex- it is, I've seen these randomly at the store and been scared of like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it looks beautiful, not like scary, like that looks like it's going to taste awful, but just like, I don't know what the heck that is. There's a lot what of things I, I see. Yeah. Yeah. What do I do with it? Yeah. So but she it- has great recommendations. I put mine in yogurt. I, do you do anything else with yours? Yogurt and honey. You know, the first time I tried it, I was underwhelmed. So you know what I did? I added a little bit of vanilla extract on top. I sprinkled a little bit on top and then I put a little monk fruit to sweeten it. So it was like a, because it's a almost like a creamy flavor kind of. Um, so it just really lends itself well to a vanilla. And then after that, I've just, you know how something the first time you try it and you've never tried anything like it, you're like, ah, I don't know if I like it. But then after the third time, there's something about it you really like. Well, now yes. I just eat it plain because I just really like it. I peel it. I have no idea if the, I don't think the outside's edible, but I don't know that. Um, so you peel the beautiful pink off yeah. and then eat the, eat the inside. Mm-hmm. I do it the way I do a kiwi, which I learned in college. <clears throat> so I went to school at University of Puget Sound in Tacoma, Washington. So yeah. uh, it was one of the spots where we had a large Hawaiian population, like Hawaiian native born would yeah. uh, choose to go to school there to, if they wanted to go to school in the mainland, we were one of the top picks for them, I guess. And so, um, so some Hawaiian friends I had taught me how to eat a kiwi the way they ate one, which is to slice it in half. Yeah. And then eat the inside of it with a spoon. So, oh, that's smart. That's the easiest. Yeah. So, that's how so, I do the dragon fruit, too. It's bigger, so but then I just, I, so I just slice it in half and it's just stunning to look at in that way. And then I just take a spoon and then I'll scoop out the chunks and I'll put, it's more than one serving. I, yeah. I will not eat a whole, so I'll put it in uh, what I scoop out into a Tupperware, a little Tupperware. Oh, smart. Yeah. So, that's yeah, my yeah. trick. Um, yeah, and it's a good, good. Um, yeah. okay. So I just had a thought of a question. So okay. you are probably one of the healthiest people I know in regard to how you eat and all the things you eat and, and supplements and all the stuff. And cause, and I also know you share that in your podcast of like what you get the grocery store and what you use and how you use things. And that's how I came to know of something like this bizarre looking fruit. So but I know you're a human with cravings and I bet that there's some sort of food that is like truly a guilty pleasure, like processed crap food, like drive through or in a bag or in a box or in a, what, tell us. You know what? It would have to be sea salt and vinegar potato chips. Oh, but I buy a healthy brand that only has, <laughs> doesn't, have it, it doesn't have additives. It'll have avocado oil. Yeah. It'll have potatoes, vinegar powder, and sea salt. Okay. I, I like love the those brand too. Siete. Siete. Because, yep, Siete, because it doesn't have all the crappy garbage in it. Okay. But other than that, I'm not a, so I used to be, have a really big sweet tooth and I broke that years and years ago because I had to for my health. So once I broke it, I really don't have a big sweet tooth anymore. Um, Occasionally I'll eat a piece of dark chocolate. Uh, But once you lose the sweet tooth, that that is definitely a game changer. 
And then the other thing is I have to be gluten-free. And so once you give up gluten, you become really selective about what carbs you eat because you're not going to eat them just to eat them. They have to taste good. So those two things really made a difference in my life were like learning how to kick my sweet tooth and then having to be gluten-free. Okay. But there's Mm -hmm. all these products that are gluten-free out there that have all the crap in them. So you just were able to train yourself to not even pick them up. Yeah. I kicked the sweet tooth before that, before I ever went gluten-free. So then there's no draw to then go buy gluten-free cookies, right? Okay. Okay. Because it's not there. But the sea salt and vinegar potato chips, oh yeah, that that one, that one is a guilty pleasure for sure. And mm-hmm. I am one that I could finish. There's like the three sizes of bags, it seems, whatever that middle size is, I could yeah. totally down one of those or a half of a large bag in a sitting very, very, very easily for potato chips for me. And yeah. there's a, another type that was my favorite, but um, I get most of my groceries from Whole Foods. Uh, we have Whole mm-hmm. Foods near us. And yeah. there was a – my but I, they, I haven't seen it for months is it was a garlic potato chip, garlic. Oh, I've never, I've never seen that. Was fabulous. But I am with you on the potato chips. Um, mm-hmm. And I also – I'll admit, really like my French fries. Oh, yeah. French fries are so delicious. I do try to avoid them because most fryers fry gluten stuff and then I'll get sick. I'll get glutened. So I have really avoided those more. And here's my trick for potato chips, because like you, I could easily eat way too many. So I'll literally take out two handfuls, put them on a napkin or in a ball and then put the bag away. Yeah. And be like, okay, because if I don't, I won't pay attention to how much I'm eating. I think probably I'm not, not, not alone in that because we just eat mindlessly while we're working at the computer and all the things. So I'll take out two big handfuls. That's plenty to satisfy me. And then I'll just put it away where I don't think about it. That's a great tip. Okay, love to know that you have that um, have that in you. So, so the gluten are you all the way to celiac, or you're far enough intolerant that it causes you quick um, discomfort? Funny, funny story. Um, years ago, before it was trendy, you know, it's pretty trendy. Has been yeah. trendy for years, way before it was a trend. Um, when there were only only like celiac people really knew about it, I was paying attention, and I have always had some gut issues and Hashimoto's, and then. I was really developing some pretty intense eczema on my hands. And I noticed when I ate more gluten, the eczema, which to me is like the check engine light um, on my car. You know, when the eczema flares, I know everything inside's going wrong. So I noticed that the more gluten I ate, the worse my eczema got. And I noticed that if I stopped eating gluten, I don't think I knew the name was gluten back then. I just knew when it had to do with anything with flour in it, my eczema got worse. And when I stopped it, it would get better. So again, years ago, this was probably, I don't know, 15 to 18 years ago, I went to my then PCP and said, I think I have gluten sensitivity. And so he tested me for celiac and I had been tested for celiac before that was negative. And he came back negative and he said, nope, you're finding gluten. And I said, no, I think I have sensitivity. And he laughed at me and said, there's no such thing. You are either Mm. celiac or you're not. And so I stopped seeing that doctor because, mm-hmm. because what I realized over the years and so many, so many of our listeners right now will 
this will this will resonate you you give something up and you take it back you give it up you take it back so you give it up and then you're like oh, a little bit won't hurt me and so you take it back again and you're always in this state of unwell you're not sick sick you're not well well you're just in the state of fatigue and unwell so when i really learned that the smallest bit of something you're sensitive to will cause a significant immune response whether or not it's an allergy or a sensitivity and when I gave it up for good, that's when I that's when I noticed all the difference. So I'm completely, I treat it like celiac. I tell everyone because the last time I had it, Cheris, my niece, who is now past graduate school, she was moving into Penn State freshman year and we had moved her all day and I hadn't eaten and I had low blood sugar and everyone was getting Chick-fil-A. So I thought, oh, I'll just get a few nuggets. I'll be fine. I had not had gluten well over a year at that point. I had the worst reaction, the worst. It lasted six weeks. It was horrible. And I was like, never again. I will never, 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 never intentionally eat gluten again. And that was it. So that was probably six years ago. Wow. Good and for now, you. Yeah. I just can't. I just can't. Oh, I just yeah. Can't. No, when you have when you have something serious like that, it is. Yes. That, that can be a really serious wake up. I So yes. the eczema, I... That is interesting because I've had that on my hands and on my toes a little bit, my big toe for some reason too, but it's been so much better this last year. Mm -hmm. Like I actually just, even this last few months and I, part of it, I think I've, I've switched some different hand lotions and things, but I think it's partially because of how I've been eating. I've been, I've known about the gluten and I've been really pretty clean with that for the last decade, but I think the other things that I've added in and certain things that I avoid and I, 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 so really interesting, you know, there's this stuff that we just deal with or we know about. Yeah. And you just kind of like accept it. So yes. I know that I'll have these dry spots that come up a little worse different times of year, different, just, you know, this or that. But like mm-hmm. this would be a time that I would think that I would normally have more going on. And even my more recent trouble spot, you know, on, on one hand, I'm looking at it right now and it is pretty, pretty clear. Almost. Good. Yeah. That's interesting. Good. Mm-hmm. It's definitely related to diet. Mm-hmm. And it can be other things too. There can be other topical sensitivities. I'm not saying that's the only thing, but it is a key player for sure is diet. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go, people. So you-, you will learn more about yourself um, uh, than you ever could imagine you would learn. <laughs> you listen to Lisa's <laughs> podcast called Pretty Well. Like I said, we'll have that in the show notes. And uh, specifically also to that one episode with the habit tracker and everything Mm -hmm. else we've talked about today. So um, uh, parting thoughts, Lisa, as well as a parting quote, but anything else that, you know, if if it's coming to mind that you want to share? Yeah, I just, what I always try to to impress on, on listeners and clients is it's not the great big changes that change your life. It's the little changes done consistently that change the trajectory of your entire life. So be patient with yourself because little changes don't, we don't just accept them and we don't just do them perfectly every day once we decide we're going to. 
set your intention, decide you're going to do something differently, make it small, give yourself an easy win. And then after that, add to that. And you will see over time, it is life-changing, absolutely life-changing. There's another great book I love, old, old book called The Slight Edge by Jeff mm -hmm. Olson. It's amazing. And it talks just about the trajectory of the little tiny changes you make in your life and where you end up based on those decisions. So that's my parting thought. You did ask me about quotes. So I have two that I really do like. Um, the first one is, and this I can't take credit for, I've seen it somewhere, but your setbacks are your set ups for mm. life changing growth. Mm -hmm. I can't remember who, where I've heard that from either. I have it written down somewhere. Yeah, I'll see if we can find the source. But yes, it says, I love that. Yes, because we tend to think of them as failures, but they're not failures. They're stepping stones on the journey to success. So your setbacks are your set ups for life-changing growth. I like to think about it, you know, in, in high school, we used to all take gymnastics and I like to think about it as the vault. When you would run and then you would jump on the vault, I think a setback says the vault, you're jumping over it and then you continue on. And then another one, now this one I, I will take credit for, um, the words you say to yourself today become the building blocks for the life you live tomorrow. Mm. So remember that everything you say to yourself it should pass the test of would I say it to a cherished grandparent, a cherished child, or someone I love dearly. Would I say that to them? If I wouldn't say that to them, I shouldn't. It, it, it doesn't pass the test to say it to myself. So again, the words you say to yourself today about yourself become the building blocks for the life you live tomorrow. Yes. Yes. Okay, people. So say wonderful things to yourselves, please. Yes. And especially as you enter into this beautiful new year of 2024, mm -hmm. be kind to yourself. Give yourself grace. Stack on a couple of these habits we talked about. Get her little habit tracker so you can keep track of anything that's really important to you that you're wanting to shift and and do the go for the simplest stuff right now. Just go for the simplest so you can get yourself some wins and get that dopamine hit and then have oh, your body feel the way you're wanting to feel and then let the snowball go. Exactly. Exactly. I have loved this. Me too, Lisa. I love you. Okay. I love you and thank you. Thank you for for having me on today. This has been a blast. So fun. I'm sure you'll be back because there's so much you have to talk about. Um, I have no doubt we'll have you back. You'll be a regular, I'm sure. And so um, everyone, oh, you want to close out with your, what's your closing of your web, of your podcast? Yes. With just my, wait, yeah, the, what you normally the, say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I finish my yeah. podcast, I always say, until next time, stay pretty well. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. I hope you're enjoying my Cherish Your Life podcast. If this is supporting you in any way, please review, subscribe, and share it with friends and family. You can follow me on social media at Cherish Your Life. And my website is cherishyourlife.com. Yep, my name's unique. Here's an easy tip for you to pronounce and spell it. It's like the city, Paris, but with a CH. 
Special thanks to my dear friend, Paul Soyuljis, who enhanced and mixed the musical track. Little did we know back in college in the 90s, while my then boyfriend, now husband, and I listened to Paul riff on his guitar, that he'd be helping me decades later give a creative touch to something called a podcast. <laughs>